Good morning. At least it's morning for us. And we welcome to another episode of Defy the Norm. But Victor felt inspired because we listened to Matt Belair's podcast a lot. And he said, you know what? We need to start doing the breath work at the beginning. So before we get into today's episode all about the full moon in Capricorn, slow down your breath, slow down your thoughts, take a nice deep inhale through your nose. Hold it at the top. Then sigh it out. (sighs) And if that felt good, do one more inhale through your nose. Hold at the top, sip in a little bit more. This time slowly out through the nose. All right, so today is July 13th. It's a full moon in Capricorn. And for some reason, this one just speaks to me extra, not only personally because I'm, and it really doesn't have to do with the fact that I'm a cancer, but maybe a little bit. I actually don't have that much Capricorn energy in me, but I feel like opposites attract. And we try to show up on this podcast often showing how Victor and I, while we are opposites, we find ways to make this work. And I also thought that this Capricorn Cancer energy really spoke to the duality that I feel internally. Because yesterday we were going for a bike ride and uh, I don't know, Victor and I were talking about our different ways of parenting. You know, it's kind of hard because I, I parented the kids by myself to, to a big extent. And Victor's like, that's not fair. I was, I was there. And he did play a massive, massive, massive role in who the kids are today. However, he was at work most of, especially the older kids, most of the time. And so I really, you know, I got to be uber controlling in the values that I instilled in them. Not to say Victor didn't instill some values. And so we were talking about how, um, I don't know, what do you think? Like sometimes you like to say like, I'm such, I'm the hard ass, right? I'm the, I'm the authoritarian in the family. I'm the Well, it's just because, well, to me, it was clear. I mean, that's one of the reasons I was like, I I really supported homeschooling because I was like, yes, I want my wife to be the most influential person in my children's life. And I knew what she was going to bring to the table (laughs) in that situation. And so when we had a brick and mortar, um, it was really easy. Uh, I would come home, I'd seven o'clock at night. Now they would come to work every day, but they would generally leave before um, the kids in the family would leave before I was done. I would go in at work at about six o'clock in the morning and come home about seven o'clock at night, seven o'clock at night. I just wanted to eat and do a whole lot of nothing. It was just like, let me lay on the floor. My kids would crawl over me. I did rough house a little bit. And I did have interactions with them at work. You know, uh, not they couldn't all do classes at the same time. So they would tag and switch. I would, we had a back room that I would interact with them, get them, get them on their school, watch, watch Disney movies at the time and things like that. But to go back, because Robin had that role and those values... I was like, I sort of joke around sometimes like Disneyland dad, like I didn't necessarily need to come off as the heavy, although I have where it, I felt like it was necessary. But most of the time I was good cop and she was bad cop, good cop, bad cop. Right. Yeah. That's what and so about. I think in this, so I'm going to overview what 
Cancer energy is versus Capricorn energy. And again, it's a duality. I think that in the certain aspects, I am extremely Cancer, which is the nurturing one. And in other aspects, I'm extremely Capricorn, self-responsibility. So, so Cancer is all about more softness, self-nurturing, self-care, self-love, reminiscent of the past, emotional, a little self-indulgent, personal. I would say that those types of things, as a parent, Victor embraced those things slightly more, where he was the nurturer. He was the one who's like, hey, let's just cuddle and watch a movie. Let's, um, let's uh, you know, look through photo albums and reminisce about all these things. That was very much in, in parenting, yes. But as an individual, I am way more about that because I'm all about like, what do I, I'm very much in my FI and in my internal feelings. What would make me feel nurtured today? What do I feel like doing? How can I take care of myself and doing? And then the flip side. So Capricorn is all about rigidity, strictness, structure, boundaries, responsibility, being part of society, a high standard, fear of failure, fear of judging, self-discipline, self-regulation, self-mastery. <laughs> Those are the things that I'm constantly trying to instill in my children as far as like, like very, very, very strict. In fact, we're going to start talking more and more about New Earth parenting. And I, I feel like New Earth parenting is different than conscious parenting, although there are a lot of similarities, because I do think there's this level of authoritarian where we as a parent still need to instill very high expectations and boundaries from a place of compassion and understanding of our kids' skill set and where they want to go in life, what their version of success is. It's our job to be authoritarian in the way of like, hey, let's take this next step. Hey, you know, you're, you're getting distracted again. Hey, you can't just play video games all day. So I think as parenting, I'm that. However, in society, in, in rules, that's way more Victor. Victor's all about structure, limits, responsibility, um, self-discipline, right? Would you, do you see the mm -hmm. balance in the two? Yeah, absolutely. And then, and actually a lot of times when we come on this podcast, we'll have a plan and she's like, I got something I want to run with. And so when you say things, I, not only are you guys hearing it for the first time, I am, I'm like, oh crap. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I like to, I, I'm do better if I just wing things. So, so let's think about how, um, it, hopefully you hear this in time to join me for be the hero dot academy if you go on the first week's free i'm going to do a i'm going to do a more how to apply this to your life like how do i take this information and i personally apply it victor and i will be talking about this all day today and like i'll be i'll be asking questions posing things like hey hey how can you apply this so i'm not going to go too much into it but i'm going to use that as a jumping off point to say that Victor doesn't even know I'm going to say this too, that like, I am so lucky to be married to Victor because he's <laughs> like, oh, well, you're going to say. This is now immortalized in audio for the rest of my life. I've completed my job. Because, well, these things don't come naturally to him to like analyze or to reflect on these, these type of big picture ideas of like, wow, how can this full moon help me redefine my success and redefine my uh, relationship with authority that was instilled in me from my parents? He doesn't necessarily think like that. However, 
He is so willing to go down any road that I pose, maybe not in the literal sense, but at least in the metaphorical. Oh, You're yeah. getting better about I'm the getting with other ones too. Some dirt roads he'll let he won't complain about now. Anyways, it is really cool. I think this is a huge win for me in to have a marriage where I can pose any of these questions that might seem like kind of out there or maybe seem very different than what most of society's thinking about today and he he is 100% willing to not only listen but to reflect on it and have an opinion about it or at least like put some thought into what you know what it means for you or what you want out of life just because he, you didn't think about these things in the past does not mean you're not willing to think about them now my flaw is that I expect it to happen faster and I'm really working on being more patient and realizing that it has to happen in its own due time. Did you want to add to that? I'm, I'm still a little in, in shock, but okay. <laughs> well, well, and I, I, I like that conjures up a lot of images. So if you're, you're in a relationship, um, with someone and you you know the the tough part is like you can think you're on these two separate boats going to the same locate same you know destination destination thank you same destination uh but if they're that person's far behind and you're just dragging them along sometimes that and i think that's where your frustration gets you literally feel like you're you're dragging an alarm now struggling to stay everyone's soul is completely different at a different age and what they're going through and what they're healing in this world uh, life is your medicine and so what you're healing and your journey is still very ind individualized still very I I'm only understanding the roots and depths of my uh, healing journey and my mission and my goals to help others right now you know yeah Sometimes. I'm only barely and I'm stepping into it with Full transparency because my three wing, the little bit that I do, wants to just show a confident, achievement-based persona um, as opposed to showing that uh, vulnerability and the issues that we or I have. Anyway. Yeah, uh, that is one thing I think about when I get frustrated maybe is I go, okay, I know Victor is evolved so far from what how he was raised and childhood wounds and all those but sometimes when I need to give my to to uh pump myself up to be extra compassionate and extra empathetic I always think like Victor is literally healing generational wounds right now like he's had so many generations of hurt and like and fear that he's like, I really do see that he's over um generational trauma is a thing um and I think it goes back obviously many generations and uh, I think I fully think that it ends with me and I will be able to it and I re refuse to let that pass to my children this is true so with the with this whole cancer capricorn uh, new energy like I said I'm going to do tangible hands-on assignments tonight if you show up but uh, you know it's always it's about this journey of maturation and so when I think of like uh, some of the conflicts we have and go well you know you're not growing fast enough or you're not doing this at a rapid enough rate or you still like yes now you hike with me but you're still complaining hiking whatever the things are 
you can step back. I know for me, I can step back today and I was like, okay, well, it's not, it's not like it was a year ago and it wasn't like it was five years ago. And that's what Victor always comes back to me and says, he's like, I am growing. I might not be growing at the rate you want, but I am growing and myself too. I don't like sometimes my cancer energy will be way more volatile. And so for me, like Isn't that Scorpio that's, too. My Scorpio, yeah. yeah Scorpio has a lot of intuition, though, too. Yeah. Um, and and so for me, like, I have to stop. I have. It's very, very hard for me to look at Capricorn energy and value it, and I have to like respect some of it. Meaning, like, it's hard. Like, I don't like boundaries. I don't like limits. I don't like the the idea of. Uh, a high uh, high standard or societal standard. Um, while I do like self-discipline though, and I do like yeah. self-regulation, self-mastery, I have to be very good at, at um, deciding the boundary of those things. Like if I want something, how much, you know, at some point you have to play by the rules a little bit. And that's really hard for me because I do not want to play by any of the rules. So adding a little bit of, acceptance to the rules is is one of the things that I start to like um I don't know be more uh willing to engage with but today's a a lot about looking at what things can you redefine in your day-to-day organization your routine your habits um what are things that you can't, well, really, how can you redefine success for yourself? How can you redefine what your relationship is to authority, right? So I'm like, whereas I reject all authority and Victor accepts all of it, somewhere in between, uh, we find this balance of like, hey, does, why do I, why do I not follow this rule? Or why do I follow this rule? Why do I accept, you know, it's, it's really hard. What's it? Can you think of a, an example of one of the things? I know we talk about this stuff all the time with authority and rules and. Well, like to say, to, like the helmet thing from yesterday. Oh, that's a good story. Okay, let's finish with that story and then we can move on with the day. So yesterday we went for a real easy bike ride. Um, wait, wait, before you do, listen to this, you should everyone breathe. Because some of you are going to totally agree with Victor, and some of you are going to totally agree with me, and that's okay. You're, we're all special. Okay, <laughs> okay <Jeez>. go ahead. <laughs> so we went for an easy bike ride now, and uh, next to Coeur d'Alene, um, and it has a Centennial Trail. It's a paved trail. It is a little bit next to some traffic at times, but for the most part, it's not. It's not a mountain biking trail. It's not challenging. It's not super technical. And so uh, Tati went with us, and normally it would be, if we're mountain biking, it would be me, Robin, uh, Robin, myself, and Jariah, and we're usually geared up, we wear helmets, I, wear, I like to wear gloves, <laughs> and long sleeves, things like that. Anyway, whatever, <laughs> it's just a helmet, the helmet is a topic, and so uh, for me, um, Tatiana is still getting comfortable on a bike, and I want to make sure she's safe, so I said, hey, I want you to wear a helmet. We to just keep it the story straight. You didn't tell her to wear a helmet. Yes, I did. No, no, she. Oh. I let. I left it up to her. I yeah. said, "You can choose." We brought all the helmets, oh, but it. I told them they could choose. I said, "She's more cautious." I said, "I did say you might want to," but she chose out of her own will. This she is was not absolutely forced. Robin. Robin to a T. Like take personal responsibility for the decision you make. Now. 
I definitely did not need a helmet going 10 miles an hour. We're staying with Tati for the most part, so it wasn't like we're going fast. Um, However, I thought it was important that I'm like, okay, well, she's wearing a helmet. I'm going to wear a helmet just to support her so she doesn't, so she knows I'm being responsible. And there, to me, I'm like, look, you against the ground is one thing. You against the car is also, why don't we add human error? So I like, oh, you know, just wear a helmet cost me nothing. Um, And so... Tati and I wore helmets and Dry and Robin didn't. It's all good. But I think that... What is the point you wanted no, to make No, I do there? think it's a big deal. responsibility, right? Yeah. I think there, somewhere in there, there is like... I didn't think from a legal standpoint, like, oh, it's that's... I'm following the rules. I made a decision to wear it based on what I wanted to, to support her. Right. You wanted it. to prove be an authority figure to her to right. show like oh, i yeah. do this so you follow me on this right. and i and your imp your um feeling type wanted also for her to not feel like the only one now i totally understand that that like there are a lot of people who would be like that is so irresponsible robin <laughs> that you don't wear a helmet and that you didn't make your son wear a helmet and that's okay i'm i'm all right with taking this the there are plenty of, well, we would say your irresponsibility for letting your kids eat bad food too, but we're not, <laughs> you know, uh, we take a, a lot of things. That's Every why I married to him. I would never even thought of that, but yes, that's right. It's genius. Yeah. So just because it's things that we're doing, irresponsible that yeah. we can see on the exterior doesn't mean we Everyone's do values are completely different. So in this case, we, I actually know. Oh, Jariah's skill set on a bike is phenomenal. Like the the percentage of chance that he would get in an accident is very small. And like we're like I said, we're going so slow. Like and there was like, a hill, and I looked at him and I said, "Just remember, you don't have a helmet on." And he's like, "I know." And I personally value that a lot, especially because he's the type who would who will take risks <laughs> and who will bomb it, but who is also highly likely to be fine. Tatiana is extremely cautious and if she gets a scrape she will be crying for the rest of the day and then she probably so, won't want to use the bike again, ever again yeah. and so, so it's very sure. important to do it based on each each kid and to me i was very much like i don't want to be the authority i want you to be have inner authority and so there's that that balance between the two i i get it like it's not to say that i make those choices without like a complete lack of awareness of the ramifications it could have. I just, part of me feels like, and this is what I was trying to explain to Victor, that I have to think about the long term. I Victor pretty much did look at me as like, if one of my kids get hurt, I will never forgive you for this. And I was like, I know, I know. But like, I feel like that in but the it, long but, term. But I let it go because I understand where she's coming from. And then the same thing I applied to Jariah. I'm like, just... Be smart. I, I didn't need it. And I certainly know what the road is beautifully smooth. If you hit another biker or a car hits you, but if a car hits you, you're f- screwed anyway. Like that's <laughs> yeah. some serious problem. So the likelihood of that, no, because it's a pedestrian, like people know there are bikes there. It's consistent. So, um, I so can go. I ask a hard question then? Do you think there's a tiny bit of you though, that doesn't mean to, but inadvertently makes that decision just based off of childhood programming, just out of conditioning? childhood programming like well some like, of it is exp- this is the, what we're it's supposed su- to do it's significant experience associated as well yeah. and let me get back to you because i have hit a car <laughs> i have crashed on my bike 
I know that my helmet, I went, you know, someone pulled directly in front of me in an intersection and I went head on on my road bike directly into their uh, passenger side door. And if I wasn't as robust as I was a person, like that could have been pretty bad. So I know what that feels like um, based on that experience. Like it takes a second to put it on what you're not, don't feel as cool. Like what's, how is it impacting your experience? That's true. Why do I not? Because yes, like it feels so, even though we're right. It's sort of, wait, 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 let me, the other one is like, it's like surfing without a wetsuit. Like, oh my God, it feels feels so so amazing. I get it. I get it. The wind it. blowing through my hair is like 85 degrees It's like wearing out. a bike when you're like on a beach cruiser. Like yeah. wearing a helmet when you're on a beach cruiser. So I get it. And yeah. that's just two different sides. And where it matters, you have a discussion about it. And obviously it didn't matter significantly enough for me to be like, dude, I ain't going on this bike ride with you guys doing this. Absolutely. And in the end, to me, it's not even about like, it's not like the exter- external discussion on it. There's a lot happening internally for me where I go like, hmm, what, there's an internal dialogue of questioning my own values and deciding like, what do I want? What, where is this balance of yin and yang or of nurture and structure or of um, whatever emotion versus standards, uh, external standards. And there, there's definitely, it just nuanced. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Victor's got to work, so we'll see you tomorrow.